This is the Living in Mid-Bloom podcast, lighthearted and heartfelt conversations about what it looks like to live, heal, and blossom in middle age. I'm your host, April Pruitt. Let's get our bloom on. In this episode, I talk about emotional difficulties and lack of self-care. Please do not listen if you believe any of these subjects may trigger you. The content of this episode is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek guidance from your healthcare professional. I continue my discussion with Petra as we talk about breath work and how trauma can affect your physical and mental health. Let's talk about the breath work. I'm really curious about that. I mean, I'm familiar, you know, with the term and I'm a singer. So, you know, breath control has always been an important part of that. Absolutely. Yes. But talk about that, how that works. I was visiting Cape Town, South Africa in 2019. And my cousin invited me to do a breathwork session. Hmm. And I said, that's crazy. I know how to breathe. Why would I want to do a breathwork session? That's just, that's stupid. You know, and she said, oh, come on, you've just got to give it a try. And then you'll know what I'm talking about. So I went in and we did this breathwork session. There was music, there was talking, there was a certain technique that we had to do. And I came out of that session feeling so relaxed so different. And when I say different, Mm. I mean just at peace with myself. And I thought, this is amazing. Mm. Just by using your own breath, you can get to this result. So when I got back home from that holiday, I just got on online. And this was just before Miss Corona hit us. Mm. I got online and I thought, okay, so where can I follow another one of these classes? Because I, I, this is so helpful to me. I want to be able to follow several of them. And I got online and I found this great teacher who's in LA. And he mm. said, well, you can do a breathwork class with me or you can follow the teacher's training course. So I thought, oh. well, there's Corona, I'm not going anywhere. Everything's happening online. I'm just going to jump in and do this training with him, which wow. is what I did. Breathwork is an umbrella term for very many different techniques. There are so many breathing techniques out there. The particular one that I use in my practice that that has been of such a great benefit to me is the circular conscious breath technique. And what it allows you to do, there's a certain technique that you learn how to do. It's breathing or breathing through the mouth. So you're breathing into your center, your belly, And that's what you would know as a singer as well, is that the breath needs to come from your diaphragm. And the diaphragm, the belly, is also where we store the energy of trauma. Yeah. So true. So when you're breathing consciously, breathing into your belly, into your diaphragm, you are creating space for that trauma, the energy of trauma, to come to the surface. So as you're breathing in and breathing out, you're bringing it up and releasing it. And this has been so effective. I remember a lady in the course, in the training that I was following, she came out of that session and she says, oh my goodness, that was, we just laid there for about an hour and we breathed. She says that felt like 20 years of therapy 
crammed yeah. into one hour because oh it, it's, it's such an amazing feeling that it gives you and it allows you to just detox, clear out bad energy. Like a release. It's a release, absolutely. And the more often you do it, I know that I tend to do it if I have the time, three to four times mm -hmm. a week, just to jumpstart my day. It's amazing. So I give these classes online now. Oh, yeah. Maybe I need some. <laughs> it's amazing. It's in <laughs> yeah. It's interesting, you know, when you said that about holding the trauma and, you know, and talking to you and yeah. just sharing this information and sharing it with my listeners, mm. I feel that I'm in a safe space talking to you. Yeah. And these are things, you know, I, I do want to share because people go through them, but I know I held my trauma in my body mm. through the years. I would get just violently ill. Yes. And sometimes I was hospitalized and mm. they would come up with different, oh, IBS or blah, blah, blah. Right. When I know it, it wasn't. When I realized the details of the trauma yeah. and then doing this work, I realized, oh my God, that's what that is. Yes. Because I was never as sick once I understood am consciously taking my journey when I thought, oh my God, I can't believe Amen. this. Yes. That's why I'm so curious. It's like there are so many things. There are these connections that people don't put together. Uh -uh. And I, when I think about people I know that maybe have an issue with a certain illness or something, and I'm not saying they're not valid, but I always think that there has something to do with something you're holding on to. Absolutely. That there's local. just something that's yeah that's there. And it's it's and it's it's so true. So it's interesting how people respond to yes. the breath work. And the body does keep score. You know, the, the book that was written by Peter Levine, The Body Keeps Score. Yes. This is yes. so true. Because I've said Many times in my practice, you can try and talk your way through trauma, which is absolutely necessary and helpful, but you also yeah. have to feel your way through trauma because your yes. body's holding onto this. It's keeping score, hence the triggers. You get triggered by something yes. someone says or does, and you feel that old hurt come to the surface. That's your body right. telling you, hello, this is a trigger. You need to work through <laughs> right. this. Feel it. Right. Yeah. Right. So important. Yeah. And even now, you know, I'm, you know, doing a lot of work mm -hmm. and being honest, you know, that I'm still struggling with certain things. I use humor a lot to kind of deflect mm. painful issues. And, but I say on part of my language for my podcast that I'm brave, but it doesn't mean I'm not scared. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. That it's just, being able to say, okay, it's going to be painful. And whether or not you go through it, you're going to still be in pain unless you finally make a decision to, you know, walk through it. Otherwise yes. you just continue to hold on mm. and uh, stop it from whether it's, okay, I'll eat a whole pizza and I won't feel anything yeah. or yeah. <laughs> I will, you know, get anxious and then I can feel like, my stomach is, I feel like I'm going to be sick. And I yes. kind of talk myself down. Yeah. It's like, April, you're not sick. You're 
holding on to something that you don't want to feel. And you, so once I do that, get myself back to consciousness is usually I'll start crying and, and there's Gosh. that release. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I share that because I'm sure there are so many people that have those same issues, but they may not understand where it's from. Exactly. And I always say it's like, I'm not a professional. These are my opinions. I'm not telling anybody what to do. I'm just sharing what I've done and what works in my life and my own opinions about we're talking about. And that's what works best, April, is to share your healing journey, share what works for you, because you never know how it's going to impact someone else. And to have the courage to share that online, have the courage to step through your pain, have the courage to say, okay, you're not doing well, April, what's going on on the inside? And be with those feelings without judgment. That's where the pain comes from. When you judge yourself for how you're feeling, that's when the pain starts. No judgment. Yeah. Just say, okay, right. I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling angry, sad, upset, hurt, whatever it may be. And that's okay. Okay, so what do I need to do in order to further acknowledge this feeling? And what do I need to help myself through this? So mm -hmm. courage is huge. It is. That, you know, courage builds. Self-confidence. When you can say, oh my goodness, I am so scared. I don't want to go through this, but I'm going to have the courage to do it anyway. That's stepping through yeah. the fear. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Yes. You did the same thing. And I think when I saw part of the interview that Justin did with you, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, wow, I need to talk to this person. <laughs> and I reached out to him. I'm like, um, can you introduce me to Petra? Because she is awesome. Oh, <laughs> I recognized you. like Thank the you. language yes. that you were, were speaking. Mm. And I'm just grateful that this worked out. I always am still amazed how you can meet people in, here you are in the Netherlands, mm. and that we're able to connect isn't that amazing? That's the beauty of the internet and technology yes. is that more people are brought together and it's uh, a real gift for, you know, when I think about it, because my coach, she's in Hawaii. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I met her, you know, it's like I did this one thing and one thing and then that didn't work out. So they connected me to her and yeah. I love it. I always say, I believe in a God and Nobody else has to, you know, we all do what we need to take care of ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And that is another message that I give. It's, I'm not judging you on what you do or don't do. No. All I can do is tell you, this is working for me right now. And you can continue to take your own journey any way that that works. Oh, amen to that. So, amen to that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever gotten into like things like Reiki or any kind of? <laughs> yes. Yes. One of my best friends, I have two best friends. One of them is a Reiki master. And so I oh. have had treatments through her. And on another personal note, I'm going through menopause right now. So I said, just give me whatever works. If it's Reiki, <laughs> yeah, really. or just give it to me, please. <laughs> So right, I'm, right. I'm using homeopathic remedies yeah. and Reiki as well. And just the breathing wow. to help me through that. Breathing, being mm -hmm. non-judgmental of myself, mm -hmm. loads of radical self-care. 
you know, and I'm not talking outer self-care. I'm talking inner right. self-care. Set your boundaries. Speak to yourself in a loving and kind way. Take yourself out on a date, which is what I often do. Yeah. I take myself out on a dinner date. I love it. <laughs> Just check in <laughs> with right. myself several times a day. Mm -hmm. So, yes, mm -hmm. I do love the alternative route. Yeah. Yeah. I tried Reiki once and it was just before COVID. Mm. Obviously that stopped. Right. But the therapist, she didn't touch me at all. No. But there was so much energy yes. and I just cried my eyes out. I thought, wow, this is powerful. Oh, congratulations. Wonderful. Powerful. That it works. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't gone back since the pandemic, but I know that that is something powerful yeah. and it works. Yeah. You have to be open to things. You really do. You have to be. And just as a side note there, April, I would just like to say that narcissistic abuse is usually approached from a very scientific level, from a head level, when rarely mm. it is a spiritual and emotional warfare. I love the way you say that. So you need to treat it from the spirit, from the spirit, from the emotions. You're so right. And yeah. warfare, yeah. that's what it is. When you're caught up in these relationships, you're really trying to figure out, how do I get out of here? Yeah. So many times I, I didn't have a clue. Right. And I wouldn't have if I hadn't sought therapy and could recognize that this person that I thought really, really loved mm. me, but I know it doesn't have anything to do with love. It's about their issues and their hurt yes. and decisions they make. That's it. That's it. I know when I listened to your interview with Justin, that you had basically said that, because he said, is there any hope? Can these people be changed? Mm -hmm. Can they do some work that will change their behavior, maybe make them happier. Yes. And I assumed you were going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you did not. No. And then I had to think about that because when you're saying it's your, your soul is involved and they're not willing to, because I did try to suggest they get some help, but yeah. clearly nothing's wrong. So why the hell do I need help? Exactly. You know? Exactly. That's it right there. Nothing's wrong with me. It's all you. You need to clean up yeah. your act. This is what they usually right. say in very many more words. And if you clean up your act, I'll be fine. But it's never enough. And yeah. you cannot clean up your act for someone else. You have to do it for you. As is open yeah. the case of anyone who commits narcissistic abuse is that they are not willing to take responsibility. They're not willing to apply introspection and get themselves in order. They're very hurt souls. Mm -hmm. I do want to acknowledge yes. that, is that they are hurt and lost souls who need to find a way back to themselves so that they can connect with others. Mm -hmm. There's no true connection there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be thinking about that because it really is – I don't want to say complicated, but there are a lot of moving parts. Mm. And again, you have to recognize the behavior. You have to recognize, no, wait a minute. That was an unkind comment. Yes. You share the to them that's an unkind comment. And well, I'm sorry. Oh. Mm -hmm. I remember 
this person, they were like, you, you still seem like you're upset with me. And I said, well, I am. I accepted your apology, but it doesn't mean it still doesn't hurt. <laughs> you that know, and like suddenly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, I'm not trying to hang on to something, but it was painful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're just still trying to, to, to figure stuff out. So. And also the difference between a sorry, I'm sorry, that sort of thing. I'm sorry. Or yes. a true apology, a sincere apology. And you know that it's true when they apologize and they change their behavior. And that becomes yes. a new normal. Then you know the person is truly sorry for what they've done or said to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there is no hope, no hope for anyone. A real sorry yeah. digs deep because you know you've done something to hurt someone That's you it. love. That's it. And acknowledging that. And I did that with a friend. I had mentioned it on uh, my last episode of the season about friendship. Mm -hmm. And so different people were talking about their experiences. And I had shared that, long story short, a friend told me not to say anything about something. And I did. And I don't even know why. But a person came to me and said, you know, I asked you not to. And then you did. And I said, you know what? I'm so sorry. I I don't know why I did. It was like she hadn't said anything. And mm. I was embarrassed. And I apologized because clearly I had hurt her. Yes. And a couple of weeks later, she just kind of mentioned it again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I said, I am sorry. And I, I understood it's it's the same thing. It's like, well, OK, the, you can say you're sorry. I'll never do it again. But it still hurts, still hurts me. for yeah. them. Yeah. And I'm grateful to her for doing that. Mm. She didn't come and yell at me and scream at me. No. It's over. No, she just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's just like, why did you? And we're still friends. Yeah. When things go wrong, things can be worked out if everybody's willing to share their yes, part in it. Yes. And those are the markings of a healthy friendship. When you can yes. say, well, you hurt me. You did this and did that. And you can apologize talk it through and move on. That's right. healthy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I was like, wow, I have a healthy relationship. <laughs> <Yay>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Priceless. Well, <laughs> mm. is there anything else you want to share before we end our conversation? Well, I would just say, I know that children won't hear this podcast probably, but I'm, I'm speaking more to teenagers and, and young adults and older people who may think, well, I'm not in a totally healthy relationship. Is it me? Is there something wrong with me? To pay attention to that and to look for the pattern and to check in with your feelings all the time. Trust what your body is telling mm-hmm. you. I mm-hmm. don't feel right. Mm-hmm. I don't feel heard. I feel mistreated. I feel disrespected. I feel unloved. And you notice that there's a pattern there. Then you need to get into an honest conversation with yourself as to how to stop the tolerance of this kind of behavior in your life. Mm. By just saying, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore, and then doing whatever you need to do to release yourself from that toxic situation. And it's a challenge. I understand that. 
but it is a challenge that is very worthy of the fight that you can put up. Yeah. So to just pay attention to yourselves and don't let people tell you what you are or are not experiencing. If it doesn't resonate, mm -hmm. listen to your intuition. Mm. That's what I'd like to, to leave your listeners with because it's so important. You're so right. Petra, I thank you so much for being so open and for showing people that there's no perfect way to do anything. No. And that it's okay to be selfish and to take care of yourself. Yes. Because anything else and your life will be unbalanced. That's it. That's it. You hit the nail on the head. Yep. Yeah. And it's okay to seek help. Oh, a lot of absolutely. people think there's there's some kind of taboo of needing help. It's like, well, you know, if you break your leg, you go to the doctor. Right. If you're depressed, if you're unhappy, if there's something you think is wrong with a relationship, it's the same thing. Yes. Yes. And finding the right people that can help you. Right. So. Takes a lot of courage to do yeah, that. So does. use the it courage. Does. And as the great yeah. late Ram Das said, is that we're all just walking each other home. And that's the truth. Oh, I love that. You can reach out a hand and someone can take you by the hand or you can offer someone else a hand. Lead them home. That's we all looking to get home, which is mm. a place of love and peace. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's been such a pleasure speaking with you, Petra. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, April, for having me on your show and just for being you. You oh, are so warm sweet. and loving <laughs> and such a humble and peaceful spirit you have. So thank you so oh. much. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You have a beautiful day, okay? You too. Thank you, April. Thank you for joining me today on Living in Midbloom. I hope you found this episode insightful, meaningful, and maybe it's given you something to think about. I invite you to share your positive reviews or ideas on topics you would like me to touch on by leaving your comments on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Podchaser, or Podcast Addict. We are all divine beings who just want to be seen, heard, and loved. Have a beautiful day.